welcome, welcome to the Binge Minute, minute the only podcast in the world that goes through a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute on a quest to find the greatest minute in cinematic history. My name's Chris. My name's Taylor. And this is it. This is the final minute episode of Ready or Not, the Numbers Minute. Crunching the old numbers. So we just watched... Well, first we watched the movie one minute at a time, and now we have watched the whole movie the way that the God way, intended, yes, <laughs> straight way. from the beginning to the end. On the top of Mount Rushmore, wherever God hangs out, he was like, I decree movies will be watched from beginning to end in one go. Oh, but we, were, we, we bucked that trend. <laughs> we looked at God and spat in his eye. Yeah, he was like, you Phoebans. Phoebans? I don't know what the word is. I think I said Phoebans. <laughs> you heathens. That's right. And he had a he had a monocle on, and he Ooh. went ooh, and it what broke. What unusual depiction of God. Yeah, anyway. a monocle man. <laughs> we just watched the film twice. We have the numbers. That's right, and we have the the answer the age old question: What's better, watching a movie minute by minute or all, all the way, way through? through? Well, drum roll, please. <laughs> All the way, way through. through, hands down. Wow. Yeah, I'd say watching this, compared to Moon, season one's film, watching this film minute by minute was worse than watching Moon minute by minute. Why is that? I don't know. I just felt like, I think the nature of it being a horror where you need to have moments of suspense, the constant stop starting for me, I felt kind of really undermined it a bit. Yeah, I think so. I think I, if I was just watching it for the first time all the way through, it would have been a more gripping or even scarier. Yeah. Whereas I had that minute and we pause and we do an episode and I had time to like mm. comprehend what's happening and I actually had time to think about what would happen next so it wasn't as dramatic or scary yeah, exactly. when it happened. When something happened that I predict that, di- that I didn't predict... Mm. I'd be like more disappointed than like <laughs> like uh, like scared or like wow. I'd be mm. like, oh, I didn't predict that. Fuck. Which is different to Moon had also those sorts of elements in it, but because it was more psychological, you're trying to work out like the bigger picture yeah. stuff rather well, we, than this I, is like are they around the corner? That's true, but there were things. I think the thing that kept us going for Moon, there was so much happening in the air, like still towards the end, like what happened when the guys arrived to the base and what's going to happen with the the two uh, fucking Sams. What are going to happen with the two Sams? How their relationship going to happen? We kind of worked out what was happening in Ready or Not from 10 minutes in. in. (laughs) So we just had to enjoy the ride. Yeah. But the R ride happened to be very stop and start. Like you got on a roller coaster and you only paid for it one minute at a time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You get out and you're like, okay. Okay, All right, let's get back in. Five minute break, back on the roller coaster. Though there is one thing in the film that I thought was more horrific doing it one minute at a time than when I watched it all the way through. Do you want to talk about stuff like that now? Yeah, let's go for it. Well, I... Because we watched the film through, I had a good time watching the film. Yes. Uh, I d- wasn't scared because I knew where all the... I did get one jump scare, though. I got two jump scares throughout the whole movie. Oh, what did you get? One was the, the man at the start who, like, grabbed Daniel 30 years... Oh, yep, yep. ...before he was murdered. <laughs> and the other one was the goat. When the goat appeared, when Grace got out of the barn, the goat was like... <laughs> I was like, Jesus! But apart uh, from that, there was no real big jump scares. No, I can't remember what I had, but it, I didn't jump scare it originally. I think it was just there was a loud noise, but that wasn't meant to be a jump scare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but I did find, if you recall, after when Grace has fallen down the goat pit and she's climbing up the ladder and there's the nail yeah. and she puts her hand through it. That's right. Oh, and also before that, when she gets shot through the hand. Yeah. When I watched that the normal way, that was like gross, but then I forgot about it. When I watched it minute by minute, I could only keep thinking about the hole in the hand and the goat pit and then the nail and the nail with the hole in the hand. Uh, and I found that was much more intense. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So this- Watching it through as the film, I was like, oh, yeah, completely forgot she had a hole in her hand. <laughs> oh, wow. So you had more time to it had more time to sink in that there was a hole in the hand. Yeah. Wow, interesting. What what an interesting observation. Mm. Anything like that happened for you? <laughs> no. No. No, I still enjoyed the the ending. I think the ending of Ready or Not, uh, where the whole family exploded, was very cool. Yeah, it was definitely more when you watch it all the way through, like a normal person. It was a lot more fun. And I think I enjoyed Daniel's character arc. Yeah. I liked his character arc starting. Like he will, I felt like he was always going to go against the family and kind of help Grace. Mm. But I was like, how much? And then he kind of sacrificed himself, which I predicted, which I was fucking he happy did. about. So I thought we'd take this moment to talk about our favorite predictions of each other. Yeah. So my favorite prediction of yours, Taylor, was yeah. right at the beginning when you said <laughs> Grace would be... Uh, Zapped to another uh, a land or an arena where she had to fight, mm-hmm. <laughs> fight her way out, and I thought that would be a really cool movie. Specifically, fight a monster. Well, I think that'd be a really cool movie because uh, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> why that happened, but if that did happen, I'd be like, whoa! Yeah, how good would that be? It would be. And I thought this movie was fine. Mm-hmm. I thought this film, but I thought compared to the potential film yeah. that it could have been. If there's any directors or writers out there, write that film. <laughs> Write that film. Um, Yeah, so that's my favorite prediction of yours. Oh, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate that. My favorite prediction of yours was the ever ongoing saga of Goat Binkley, Goat Detective. (laughs) As soon as those goats came out, you had weaved a narrative of uh, a film that we hadn't seen. Detective Goat Binkley. Very much like a magical realism meets detective noir. I just like the idea that a goat's been working undercover in the barn for years. To, <laughs> trying to work out who to keeps killing To destroy this them. family. <laughs> yeah, and that was great. I thought that would have been awesome. Again, any directors out there who want to make that film? Goat Binkley. Goat Binkley. And who was the chief? Uh, I don't know, chief. Oh, Hoof. Matter Hoof. What? Matter Hoof. I can't even remember the chief's name, but there's, there's a goat chief. He's like, damn it, Binkley, I need answers. <laughs> I'm on it, Chief. Yeah, I loved, I love that. So thank you for predicting that. It didn't come true. Absolutely not. No. no. Well, let's get to the numbers. Let's get to the numbers and see if if they're better than Moon. All right. So Taylor, just tell me, did you prefer this movie over Moon or Moon over this movie? I preferred Moon over this movie. Interesting. Why do you think that? I probably just. Well, like we said up the top, I don't like horrors as much as sci-fi or thrillers. Mm-hmm. And I thought working out the film so early on sort of made it a bit, yeah, we're going through the motions. But I will say I did have a, the, the climax of this film was really good. And I know that I did have a lot of strong scores towards the end of the film. Interesting. I th- I don't know. I feel like they're very close to each other. Okay. Like I enjoyed them equally. They're different. I think they're two good movies from two different genres. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the challenge of a multi-character film, yes. opposed to Moon that had just the couple, like two or three. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought that was an interesting challenge. And I liked how they kind of span across and every character gets their own little Moment. moments throughout the movie. And you, mm. yeah, like Fitch Bradley didn't get much screen time. He must have got about probably 10 minutes in the whole film. But they used But they him. did a really good, they showed off a lot about him. So you knew a lot about the character. Yeah, definitely. Whereas Grace got way more than anyone. But I felt like we hardly knew anything about her. Well, we got little moments, but her whole thing was like, uh, she's just, just she's running, she's just running around going, oh my God, you're not going to be, oh my God, I can't believe I went to Harvard <laughs> Law School and now I'm running for my life. No. That'd be weird. <laughs> You know what? I'd be on board. Imagine if she had a little quip that gave you a little bit of backstory every time she popped into screen. <laughs> oh, my favorite color is blue. Keep it away from me. <laughs> oh, man. I have to go down this hallway because it's small and I had a bad childhood experience with small rooms. So anyway, let's see if the numbers agree. Now, my average. Okay, let's see. My average overall for Ready or Not was 43.18. Ooh. What was your average? Very close, 43.6. 43.6. So we had pretty much the same experience. Yeah, basically. That's good. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. That's a good sign for a film. Now, does that beat our numbers of moon? I don't know. I'm sort of a little bit nervous. All right, Taylor. Yeah. Your average for moon. Yeah, what? Was 44.86. <gasps> so you actually did prefer moon just slightly better. Ooh, but only slightly. And my average for moon was 43.55. So Whoa! I liked moon slightly. So me saying that I enjoyed them equally is probably quite close. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. That's right. So... Uh, my favorite, my least, well, let's start with my least favorite minute. Can I try and guess? Yes. <laughs> Wait, you told me, but I completely forgot. It was one of the conversations. That's right. My least my least favorite minute was, well, I actually had two. Okay. All right. So my least, least favorite were the credits. So I gave them all 12. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And my least favorite minutes were 14 and 70. Yes, yeah, 70. Okay. And they both got, well, 14 got 16. Yeah. And 70 got 12 out of 16. Wow. And they were both conversations of Grace with Becky. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Jesus, fuck, this is so boring. Poor Becky, poor Andy McDowell. (laughs) She's trying so hard with her weird Texan accent. Well, number 70 is so they've been chasing Grace for ages. They finally catch her and then they have this weird cut to uh, the mum and Alex. Mm. And all the energy kind of got sucked out of the movie. I was like, ugh. That is true. And we sort of knew what they were talking about anyway. That's true. So that's what I gave that the lowest. 70 is my lowest mark. 12 out of 60. With the credits, of course. Scraping in at a paltry 12, you said? Yeah. So what's your lowest? My lowest was the credits. uh, Oh, really? Specifically the very last minute of the credits. You can remember, I had such a great time with the credits the last time we filmed. That's true. But But I think that was because it was a new thing and you were like excited, but now... Also, the credits were much better. These credits were boring. I hated the order. The music wasn't interesting. I remember voting really low on the credits last time Mm. in Moon. Like, the credits credits suck. They're all boring. Credits in Moon, very fun. No. Yeah. My credit score for... I have the numbers here. My credit score for Moon credits was... 25. And that's still higher than 18. 12. Yeah, but I think it's because I've done it again. I'm like, oh, I've got to do this again. So I just 
punished her because of that, but 25 is not good. No, you know what? I, I'm sticking. I'm sticking by my head. They, <laughs> it was shitty credits. There weren't any interesting names in there. I didn't. I hated the order. There wasn't interesting music. The pace of it was blah. I just didn't like it at all. Fair enough. <laughs> I, in fact, you know what? Worst credits in history? Maybe. We don't know. No, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's our next podcast. Um, worst in terms credits. Of minutes themselves, 71 was a 29. That's pretty bad. That, well, that was just after Becky. And yeah. Al- and, and Grace. So, no, Be- Becky and Alex. That is the continuation of the, oh, no, actually, 28 is the same as what I got for your hated in film minute. Okay. So, we both hated Becky. Wow, Becky Yay. Boo. <laughs> my first, my, my highest one was 84. I gave it a perfect 60. That's when the family blew up. That was a good minute. That was you had a cathartic. lot of 59. I but did what have was your favourite minute? My, I had a couple of 59s. The first 59 I had when Daniel got shot by Cherry. And oh, then yeah. Grace went into beast mode. Yeah, that was a great minute. That was a great that minute. That was your favorite minute? Yeah, I'd say so. And then the rest, because the rest of them hover between 58 and 59 for a good while. And that was that whole scene where she like was versing Becky and killed her. Uh, and then it sort of petered off towards when they moved to the sacrifice table. Yeah. But that, that one, when, when Daniel finally got shot, particularly since you said, I think partly it was because of your prediction from the minute before, where you said Daniel would sacrifice himself to save Grace. Ah, yes. Yeah, no, I'm so happy I got that prediction right. Oh, so good. That would be another great prediction. So, all right, we've got our numbers. Now, in Moon, we actually shared, we found the greatest uh, minute in, in Moon because we both had 60 on the same one. Mm-hmm. And that's when Gertie was telling... Sam, that is a clone and it's all <laughs> bullshit. But we didn't agree. So I would say that the, the greatest minute in cinematic history is not in Ready or Not because mm. we couldn't find a perfect 60 on the one minute. That's true. I just couldn't give a 60 out. So that's it. So exploding family members. If exploding family members don't get you, nothing will in this movie. Yeah. So the great. I will, I will say it. Moon was overall a better movie. But just by a little bit for me, because we did have that one moment in Moon where you're like, whoa. Oh. But unfortunately, Ready or Not didn't have that one scene. To... But it was still an excellent film. It was still a great I film. I had a good time. Yeah, it was I'm fun. glad we watched it. But, uh, you know, what, what will happen from here? We've done it. We've done it. This is it. That's the podcast for for two seasons. We we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for sticking along. I'll go watch the movie after after listening to this podcast. Go actually watch the movie and be like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna don't watch it minute by minute. We've already told you no, that's the it's a nightmare. that's the worst way to do. I can't believe we're doing this. What a nightmare. <laughs> Go watch it. Go share it. Tell it to your friends and family and say, I watched this because I listened to a podcast that went for way longer than the film. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah, well, then any podcast should. It and, and, you know, one season had 90 episodes. <laughs> That's normal. Uh, well, you know, maybe if there, if you think we're wrong, go watch the film and tell us if there is a better minute in it or if there is one that should be the best minute in cinematic history. I know that Reese said that one of his was the best and he was going to watch it till he died. Yeah, that was, I can't remember which one that was, but... He gave it 120. So I'd like to thank all the guests that are coming. Reese, Mark Grimes, Adam O'Sullivan... Uh, for coming on to the podcast this season. I think if we do another season, we'll get more guests. I actually really enjoy having guests on. Yeah, I, I like them too. They like they sort of pip up a, uh, a, little, a little 
binge HQ. Yeah, it's just because it's a daily release and we often record chunks at a time. It's hard to get a guest to coordinate and we're fucking, we forget. We're like, Jesus. <laughs> and we're often recording at like 11 o'clock at night. And like, oh. oh no. <laughs> and we may or may not be naked while doing it. Depends on how hot it is. That's true. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We don't know what's going to happen with the future of this podcast. We're it, definitely going to take a little break. We're going to take a little we're break so now. We're so tired. Oh, <laughs> so tired. But uh, we'll come back. It'll come back in some shape or form in the future. I'd like to do a short film next time. Yeah, I because there are some really cool mm. and trippy short films. And I don't watch a lot of short That's films That's right. Ever. Like, a, like a, a solid 15-minute short film. Mm. That'd be cool. I just don't know anything about short films. But so it might come I'm ex- back. I'm excited to see. It might come back as an improvised podcast where we we use movie minutes as inspiration for scenes. That's another thing that's been pitched to us because originally I wanted to do a podcast where it was improv- like we did. I get like my improviser friends and we just do scenes for like forty minutes or something. Anyway, that's an option. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll we'll reevaluate. If you have any thoughts on the podcast, please binge at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any short films that you yeah. think would be cool. We really just can't watch that one that someone suggested previously that was 30 minutes long. That's right. Kung Fury. We've seen it for. It's probably August, September. Yeah. Later in the year, later you'll the year. hear more from Binge HQ. Stay safe out there, champions. Stay fresh and tasty. Oh, bye-bye Bye now. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll We'll be be back back soon with with more Binge Minute. Minute. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.